0: agents podcast
1: welcome to the lab code agents podcast this episode is brought to you by the lab code agents marketing center the lca marketing center is designed specifically for the real estate world it's a design center for marketing that has templates created so you can just plug and play From flyers, postcards, buyer presentations to open house signs and Instagram posts. Check it out for free for seven days at lcamarketingcenter.com. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are back for another episode of the Lab Coat Agents Podcast. And today, we get to interview one badass in the real estate industry. I have had the uh, fortunate opportunity to get to know her as I was a guest on her podcast. And then, you know, I invited her to a really cool mastermind that we're a part of. And she came, which doesn't happen very often. And we got to hang out and since have gotten to know each other a little bit better we are going to talk to somebody today who's going to bring you a ton of value. She is a coach, speaker, a best selling author of five books, by the way, three of them on the best selling list. A real estate broker, one who has sold over 2,000 homes, has been ranked top 1% in the nation. One of the books you might have heard of is called Sell 100 Plus Homes a Year. Oh, and by the way, she's also got her own podcast called The Fired Up Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Mrs. Krista Mayshore.
0: Hello, Jeff. I appreciate you having me. I'm excited to be here.
1: Glad to be here with you and glad to be in a role reversal because now I get to grill you and learn tons from you. So let's start, though let's just assume nobody knows who you are. So let's explain who you are, where you come from, how you came up in the business.
0: Well, you pretty much just gave me a pretty cool introduction. I've been in the real estate industry for about 19 years. And prior to that, I was a third grade elementary school teacher. I've got a master's degree in curriculum and instruction. So teaching and coaching and inspiring people is kind of my passion. I love doing it more than anything in the entire world, other than being with my family, obviously. And I got in the industry 19 years ago, sort of by default, my, I had a daughter that got really sick. She contracted spinal meningitis and had kidney failure and uh, multiple strokes. And so they told me on multiple occasions that she wasn't going to make it and she ended up, you know, making it. But I decided at that time that I wanted to leave the teaching profession and be a stay at home mom. So I left the teaching profession and got my real estate license and was just kind of wanting to play real estate, right? Like maybe sell three or four or five homes a year, which crazy enough back then I would be able to make the same amount of money as a teacher working full-time. But my, at the time, my husband at the time left me, the husband I had then, we had just bought in a brand new house. We had no money, drained bank accounts, left husband gone, two children, and I had to go straight into full-time real estate.
1: Wow. Okay. And, and were you and so by the way, she's in Northern California currently, is that where you were then?
0: Yep, same place. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: AKA that's why she can sell three to five homes a year and make as much money as a teacher or more.
0: That's really well. I mean, even back then, I think it was probably around like you know, it was crazy. I was working for six years, and I was, I was only making like fifty forty eight thousand dollars a year with the six years in teaching and a master's degree. So that was crazy.
1: That's amazing. Okay, so you're stuck, single mom, got to go full time into real estate. You also two kids. Where'd you go from there?
0: So that year I sold 69 houses my first year in the industry, all just from like hustling pretty much and trying to be unique and different than everybody else. And since then, pretty much every year I've sold close to a hundred homes, if not more, my best year, I sold 169 homes. And that was not like with a huge team. That was just me, a transaction coordinator and and an assistant. And now obviously I've got more help because I spend about 95% of my time coaching and the rest kind of being the face of Homes by Krista.
1: Awesome. So today you're doing all kinds of things, right? You're, you're a coach, you're a speaker, you're an author, you're a broker. Where do you spend most of your time?
0: I spend most of my time educating myself, to be honest with you. Educating myself and trying to you know continue to learn innovative ways to stand out in the industry, both in real estate and as a coach. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today is just how I've done what I've done and how, I, how, how we help people really stand out as the authority figure and just kind of do things differently. And I think that what happens in a lot of professions, not just real estate or lending, is that we've been taught for so long a certain way of doing things, right? That it's really customary to do open houses and to cold call and to door knock and to do kind of the traditional means of doing real estate. And I think that we need to start opening up our minds and really understanding that there's you know, being open to the fact there might be a more effective, efficient way to do business and to reach people by the masses without having to do what we've traditionally been taught. And I believe that in most cases, we continue to be taught to do the same things because we're being taught by people who just don't really know how to, to really kind of be more innovative and to really adapt to technology and embrace it and we, we have to start doing that as agents and lenders. We've got to start embracing and adapting a technology and change.
1: Well, to be honest with you, and frankly, being someone who does embrace it and uses it at a high level, I'm okay if nobody continues to embrace it because it just means more for the rest of us, right? But, mm. I'm, but I'm kidding, of course. And, and so, so I have a question specifically as it pertains to that. You mentioned door knocking, calling expires and prospecting and all that stuff. And I was just having a conversation with another agent today who was talking about that. And they said, you know, I really want to do all that stuff that you teach, Jeff, but I need to make money now. And so I believe that that is probably one of the biggest hurdles that most people have outside of the video, outside of getting personal and, you know, getting out of their own way and not having to share business or, you know, real estate content and just sharing their lives, right? Documenting instead of creating. But how do you answer that question when somebody says to you, "I need now money, so I have to go buy a lead from Zillow or RDC or Yilo?"
0: Okay, so first of all, I don't think it's a bad idea to buy to buy leads from those those type of places. But I do believe that when you start showing up more on the internet online that when you produce when you buy those type of leads you have a much better chance of converting them right what we find is that our students when they first start utilizing these practices that at first you know no one's answering the phone nobody really wants to talk to them but after about you know month four month five people are wanting to talk to them. They're answering the phone. They're excited to talk to the, person, to the agent on the other end, the lender on the other end, because they, they already feel like they know them. That agent has established themselves as the authority figure. They've already gotten the no-life trust factor. They've broken down barriers. And so, you know, nothing in life is immediate. But what I will say is that if you want to have a sustainable business, meaning once somebody stops cold calling, then their business dries up. If you go on vacation or you get sick, right, for two weeks, then that two-week break or actually turns into like three months of, of you missing out on business. If you stop doing open houses or cold calling, door knocking, the second that you stop doing that, your business flatlines. So what we want to start thinking about is how do we now start showing up as the authority figure, as somebody who is the, the go-to agent in a manner that, we can still go on vacation. We don't have to work every single weekend. We don't have to work every single night. And once you realize that by putting in a little more time now and investing in your business that way, that it's going to save you so much time later and you're you're going to be able to get your life back. Like what we find is that agents start to learn to like their job again, right? I can't tell you how many times that I've heard over the past two years. I actually like what I'm doing again. I enjoy my job. I'm having fun with it. Right. And If you can really kind of grasp your head around that, it it really makes it much easier. Even if it means at first doing what people are not willing to do now so that later that you don't have to. And let me just repeat that. If you are worried about you need money now, that means that we need to think about what habits and lifestyle do we need to change right now? What do we need to do right now that other people are not willing to do now so that later we don't have to do what everyone else has to do. And one of my students actually, Alicia Collins, she' that saying in my head, and it's so, so true." And Alicia is a great example. When I first met her, she was selling around 108 homes, and after 21 months, she sold 293 homes within a year because she was able to change the way that she was doing things, and she completely, within 20 months, changed her business model, right? made the time she sold, sells 100 homes a year she has the time to do it to adapt her way of thinking anyone can do it but you've got to be willing to do it and not make the excuse that oh i have to do it now because we can be we can be a victim of our excuses or we can be somebody who takes action because it isn't any longer jeff a matter of maybe i should start adapting technology maybe i should start utilizing video maybe i should start being more in that digital space in that online space so it's a matter of, we have to, like it's no longer a matter of should I, it's a matter of you must. So think about this, if you just take video, and I know that you're a proponent of video, I know you preach it, if you just do one video and somebody will say, well, I don't have the time to do video, and, and, I, and let me explain just the power of what one video will do, and understand, That if you interview 100 people, 98% of them are going to say, I hate doing video. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I sound. I'm too skinny. I'm too fat. I'm too short. I'm too tall. My market's too saturated. My market's not saturated enough. It's not going to work because I live in a big city. I live in a small city. I mean, every excuse under the sun we've heard. And I'm sure you are familiar with that. But once you get past that fear of doing video, which everyone has, and it's just like riding a bike or kissing for the first time, you can overcome it. Okay? It, it's, you know, first you ride a bike, you scrape your knees, you break your teeth, you break your nose, you're, and then, you know, within two months, you're, you know, you're riding hands free or you're sitting on the handlebars, right? I mean, it's really that simple. Video is the same way once you get past it. If you just do one video, let me explain what video repurposing is and how you can take one piece of content and just get it out there. So if you just, record one video you then take that video you get it transcribed through rev.com rev.com it's a dollar a minute right then you take that video you run an ad through it through your ads manager account right then that same video you take pieces of it and you put it onto instagram you then take that same exact video from the transcription that you did you put that as uh, long-form post on Facebook. You add some emojis, you do some spaces, and then you've got a long-form post. Believe it or not, some people still like to actually listen to the long-form post. Then you take that same long-form post, you put it on your website. Now you've got search engine optimization because you're now getting SEO because it's on your website. You then take that video, put the video on your website. Your website then is linked with Google. You also then put that video onto YouTube. Now you've YouTube is then linked with Google. So you got search engine optimization again. So just from doing that one video, you now have seven pieces of content and now you're showing up where your customer is. Let me just repeat that. You are showing up where your customer is. We as marketers, as entrepreneurs, which every real estate agent is, we have to show up where our customers are, even when it's uncomfortable for us. So then by me taking that one video, now I'm on YouTube, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm on my website, I've got search engine optimization, right? Like I'm showing up all over the place. So you might be a fan of Facebook, but you might not be a fan of Instagram. But however, if I do this and I just take one piece of content and I put it on all these multiple platforms, then I'm showing up where everybody's at on a consistent basis. And when you can get to a point where you're doing one video and I can show you We've got videos that we do and we get anywhere from 250 to 555 hours of watch time on one video. Most agents and leaders, imagine that. Imagine doing one video and being able to have 555 hours of watch time. Now, let me explain that. When you do this, not only does it help you gain authority, be seen, be known, be heard, right? In order to be known, you need to be seen, you need to be heard. Now imagine 555 hours of watch time of people seeing you, this three-minute video, imagine how many people that is. Now imagine this, walking into a listing presentation and saying, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, here's the reason why you hire me. You hire me because the National Association of Realtors shows that 16% of agents are actually utilizing video. But... What we find from our own research is that only 1% of agents across the nation are actually utilizing video correctly. But here's another really great stat from the National Association of Realtors. 67% of buyers will walk through a home that they see online. So it's my fiduciary duty, Mr. Seller, to get your listing exposed to the masses the masses amount of people. So let me show you five of the last properties that I just listed. Here's an example of all of them getting anywhere from 258 hours to 555 hours of watch time on each video. Let me show you how we're able to expose your property to 75,000 people, 135,000 people, how we're able to get 8,400 clicks on every video that we're producing. So what does that mean to you, Mr. Seller, and why is that important to you? If 67% of people are gonna walk through a home that they see online, If I'm showing you that the last five properties that we actually listed, that we're able to get anywhere from 258 to 555 hours of watch time and have somewhere between 6,000 and 8,000 clicks, that means people are liking, commenting, sharing. That means that I have a much more likelihood of getting your home sold more quickly and for more money. So when you can walk into a listing presentation and show numbers like that, you then now have your value add. You are showing your unique value proposition. You're showing them why they should be hiring you over somebody else. Everyone is using the tags, the terms right now. They're using social media. They're using digital marketing. But if they're not using it correctly, if they're not correctly taking that video content, knowing how to actually get it. In the eyes of people how to get it clicked on how to get it shared how to get it liked how to get it viewed it means nothing when you can show them what you're doing in comparison to your competitors you then have no problem getting you know 97% of every listing that you go on this is how agents that are brand new in the industry are now beating out top producing agents who have had market share for decades literally because they are showing how innovation and technology and utilizing social media and video correctly can then be the advantage of the seller. Does that make
1: sense? 100%. All makes sense. And I'm actually sitting here thinking to myself, that might've been the longest winded piece from a podcast where I didn't get to say a word and I loved every second of it. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very passionate person on here. This is why we love Krista because she's literally we could probably have this conversation for an entire 24 hours and not stop we could just go back and forth right this is our passion and and what you're saying is is phenomenal i had several questions along the way but we kind of got too far away from some of them but i kind of want to digress just a little bit and you know you mentioned you know obviously the old tried and true tactics of the industry that that all agents do and it's all a part of your business Uh, Let's just pretend I'm I'm an agent who's not employing these tactics. I know I need to, but I don't know where to start. And so it's like you know I just end up going back to what I know works. And 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 I I think you're gonna you're gonna validate this, but I'm gonna ask you the question. Like we're not telling agents to stop door knocking or calling expireds or buying leads. That's a part of your strategy as well. This though, the best way I can describe it to agents is that if that's your business, you're going to be doing that for twenty. 30 years. Do you see yourself in 20 years still doing the same thing? Or do you want to build a brand, a sustainable business where business is just coming to you and you don't have to go out and chase it? So with all of that said, what do you think is the best place to get started? Because everybody's on social media, but they're not on social media.
0: Very good. Very good point. And that's what I always tell people is that You know, you can start utilizing these tactics and start utilizing video, but if you don't properly distribute it, you're pretty much wasting your time, right? But what I would say is this, first, I would just start, I would just start. And, and that, and I know that sounds easier said than done, but everybody listening has got a cell phone. They can then start doing a Facebook live or recording tips and tricks or going to restaurants and like, what's the best hot dog in town? Basically being the mayor of their town, anything community or real estate related, they're talking about it. Just start with that. And then once you get comfortable with that, then you can, you're going to have to, Try to learn it on your own, right? But it's very, very difficult to learn it on your own. You might need to actually invest in your business and hire somebody who specializes in actually teaching you how to properly distribute the video. And I know that's coming from a coach that sounds like it's a self-serving interest, but you know, I've spent over $500,000 on my own personal coaching and development. I wouldn't be in front of you right now had I not hired the right coaches to help me learn how to national level, right? And so, you know, kind of a really good way to 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 explain the power of this is this is the exact same strategy that I used to come. anybody knowing who I was twenty five months ago, right? Uh, in in the coaching arena, the exact same strategy that we teach. What I'm talking about right now, that we teach people to do locally, which is so much easier to do locally because you're just you're just you know going after people on your in your certain city. And it happens much more quickly to where wherever you go, people are like, hey, you're that real estate person. Like, how's the market? What's happening? You know, what's going on? And they feel like they know you, right? It's like they've developed a relationship with you. Actually, Grant Wise told me, I never had heard of this, but it's called a parasocial relationship, which means like when we were younger watching TV, our brand, we literally programmed to... Think that the person that we're seeing on the other side of the video, of the screen, of the camera, of the of our phone is somebody of authority because we're seeing them on the other side of that screen. So we start to develop a relationship with them. We start to like them or we start to dislike them, which is okay if they dislike you because you're then attracting the right clients. So you enjoy what you're what you're doing more, and you detract the ones that wouldn't have the best time working with you to begin with. So I would say just to start, and then once, and even if you don't start, but you need to, you know, you want to get into it. You know, it's important hire somebody to help you the quickest way to get there is is to hire someone who's done it who has proven the fact that they've, they've been able to help other people do it and they actually know um, what they're talking about i just got back from a conference and i've got to say it's really scary so many people are giving advice right now on how to utilize digital marketing and when i was at this conference i heard the, certain experts that were saying complete opposite things and it's just make sure whoever you hire is somebody who has done it, who is not teaching it because they themselves could not sell, right? It's th- They're doing it because they actually know how they have a proven track record. And don't be afraid to invest. The real estate agent has way more money than a doctor, attorney, lawyer. I mean, I know that I have in the past. So invest in yourself to learn how to do it. And one more thing I want to say before I forget, and I'm going to let you talk, but you, you talked about not, Jeff, like we're not going to stop doing traditional things, right? So for example, let's just take this. Let's just take this. Somebody that is going after for sale by owners. Now that's a strategy that we know works. So what if you took that strategy and you said, okay, I'm going to now have, a, I'm going to put a digital play into this, right? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to mail a nice big eight and a half by 11 postcard that says, can Krista sell it.com or can you sell it.com. And then I'm going to take them to a landing page, which, which then talks about why their home didn't sell, right? Hey, maybe your home didn't sell. Here's the five reasons why home don't sell. They don't sell because of, let's talk about the obvious things, right? Condition, location, and price. Those are, those I can't change, but I can talk to you about marketing and negotiation. Now let's talk about marketing. Did, was this done X, Y, Z, right? Did we utilize video? Did we utilize digital marketing strategies? Did we run ads behind it? Did we do this? If you didn't do this, that's a big reason as to why your home didn't sell. And then you drop off your beautiful package. So, and again, on that beautiful package, it shows your marketing materials. Maybe you've got a copy of your, you know, a book that you've written about marketing and how to properly get their home out there. But then again, you you put them to a landing page. You're bringing them online where you've got a series of videos that's talking about how to sell, you know, mistakes that people make, how to make sure you sell correctly. And so then what are you doing? You are now breaking that barrier. You're getting in front of them. It's non-confrontational. They are, have been getting bombarded with calls. So what you're doing is you're adding value. And then while you're adding the value, you're showing them that you are the expert, that you are the authority and you're doing it in a non-obtrusive way, right? So you take old school tactics like going after for sale banners, like going after expireds, and you bring a 21st century digital marketing twist to it so that then you're, you're being different, right? And, While you're doing this, not only are you showing them that you're different than every other agent, but you're also showing them what you're going to do to their property. So you're kind of like doing a little mini listing presentation as they're going through this this landing page, if that makes sense. So it's a matter of us just changing the way that we're doing things and adapting.
1: Sure. And I think it's also adding, right? I mean, it's not, again, we're not telling everyone to stop what they're doing and, and go all in on video and social. It's a complimentary piece of your business that is going to grow as you do it. And you and I can sit here and, and say it's done wonders for our business. Like we're not preaching this because someone's paying us to say it. We're preaching it because we believe it because we're living proof of what social and video can do for our businesses, right? It's, it's literally, that's what it is. And it's the most sustainable plan that I've ever found in business. And I've been in the business 20 plus years and I've never found anything like it. It was always chase, 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 chase. I'm tired of chasing. How do I stop chasing? It's and- so
0: true. You're attracting business. I mean, yeah, everyone has to hear this. The quickest way to stop chasing business and start attracting it is by getting people to know you and positioning yourself as the authority. So for example, look at you, Jeff, you're adapting. Okay. You did not just say video works. I'm just going to do video. No, now you're doing a podcast, right? you you realize the power of showing up as the authority figure. So now and, and I've done the same thing. I've got my fired up with Krista Maysher podcast because I know that this strategy has worked, worked so well. Now how do I continue to work on and build what I'm already doing? And so now we're both doing a podcast. So you have to be willing to continue to adapt your business to a change, to change what you're doing. Otherwise we're going to be like the travel agent and like, you know, Blockbuster and like Toys R Us. I mean, Toys R Us is gone. How is that even possible? I loved going into Toys R Us when I was a kid. It was the best experience ever, right? You feel like you're at like Disneyland, but it's gone because they did not adapt. And we now need to be more concerned with showing up and adding more value than ever before because of the iBuyer buyer and all these new everything in every company is trying to get rid of agents and, and some will, some are going to go away, but as long as you can continue to adapt and adjust and show up as the authority figure, you will, you'll, you'll supersede. And how do you show up as the authority figure, right? Like I'm an expert. I've sold over 2000 homes, but if nobody knows that in my community because I've not properly gotten the information out there, where people are looking, I may only sell 20 homes a year because I've gotten referrals. I've made sure that I position myself as the authority figure by exposing myself to the masses on a consistent basis so that they have no other way but to always think about me. They might not always use me, but they're going to definitely think about me every time they think about buying or selling.
1: I agree. But Krista, I don't know what to talk about. Nobody's interested in hearing what I have to share.
0: I love you. You're so funny. He's saying all the things he always hears. So first of all, you guys are, are, are smart, right? Anything real estate or community related, anything tips or tricks What you learned today, you've read a great book and you've gotten something out. Like, for example, I'm reading right now The Magic of Positive Thinker and Magic of Powerful Words. And it talked about, you know, excusitis. And I'm going to go and do a podcast on excusitis and how we can all be a victim of our excuses or we can be the hero of our future, right? And it's a matter of just taking a great class and going and regurgitating what you learned, reading a good book and talking about that, having, you know, learn, drinking a great drink or, you know, or going to the best happy hour and be like, oh my gosh, I just went to this great happy hour place. You can get a burger for five bucks, you know, between four and seven, come here. You can do a video on anything and you don't just want to do real estate. You don't just want to talk about how you've sold this great, this house and how great you are and how many offers you have. You want to get them to see you in all aspects of your life. And don't be afraid to be you. I mean, some of the best videos that I've ever done are ones when I just look like a complete hot mess. I mean, one time I was at a conference and I actually, this is going to sound kind of bad, but I I wanted to put my hair up and I had a pair of underwear. I just took my underwear. I literally put my hair up with my underwear on, you know, that was my rubber band. And everyone was like, did she just use her underwear? Like, and I think they were dirty. Yes, they were as her headband, like, you know, as her, her hair thing. And we got like a ton of, of, I didn't do it for that reason. But my point was, is that be you, be authentic, be vulnerable, be real. You don't have to always be perfect. You know, right now, Instagram, let's just say, and stories, it's your own reality TV show. And personally, I, I don't like reality TV shows, but they, they are the number one most watched shows are reality TV shows. People want to get to know you. Kids aren't even looking at, at TV anymore. They're looking at TikTok and Instagram and stories, and they're not even going on. They don't even own... A cable subscription, right? People are the same way. Go to a store tonight, go to a restaurant, and everybody's heads are down. Families are sitting there at dinner and they're all on their phones. It's pretty pathetic, quite frankly. But if they're going to be on their phones, at least let them look at you and see you. Develop a relationship with your community, make a connection with your community, and don't hide behind your phone, don't hide behind your video. You've got to put the personal connection back into it right when you're doing this you've still got a call you still got to show up you have still got to be active in your community you still have to be a th- philanthropist right you still cannot be a, st- a hide what is it called a secret agent you still have to take the these these strategies we're giving you and then take them to the next level and put them on steroids i mean right now we've got like 21 listings i i think coming up and you know we've got more buyers than we can afford to do you know even we can't even really handle them honestly and we don't do open houses. We don't cold call. We don't door knock. It's a, and I'm working on my business, like I said, in real estate, 5% of the time. I am the face of it now. And I'm the person that's on the videos. I'm the one who wrote the book, right? People show up and they are selling our process. And people are, are buying it because they trust us. And they know that we're the authority figure. And if you want to have your life back, right, and be able to go on vacation and not come home and be so freaked out because you have nothing in the pipeline, then keep doing what you're doing or like be willing to really be open to a new way of doing business that adds to what you're already doing.
1: I love it, I love it. And you know, you brought something up, like you know, you want your life back, you wanna take a vacation. I actually like doing stuff more now because my life is my content and that's what my audience wants to see. That's what they engage with. They want to see my youngest daughter. They wanna see my oldest daughters when they're competing in sports. They wanna see my travels. That's what people are interested in. I mean, you said it best—the parasocial thing from Grant. We I've I've talked to him many times. Same thing. It's 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 brilliant. You're right because we watch television and we relate to somebody in a show. Like you and I probably watched Saved by the Bell when we were kids, and we could probably relate to one of the characters in that show. And it's the exact same thing with what we're now doing on social. You you guys just got to get out of your own way and just document your life more often and sprinkle in business. But that's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. And, and, and the rest of it is just documenting your life and then taking it one step further. Like Krista said, it's crawl before you walk. We get it. You're not going to create one piece of content and, and make it into seven yet, but you can. And a lot of the content that even I create, I just repurpose it to the various places. And so you are, you're creating content. You don't even realize you're creating content. And it's just, you got to get on your own. You got to, you got to re- reshift your mindset. So with all of that said, because you say a lot in a short amount of time, you know, when it comes to this strategy and you were very big on video, and, and so we also know that a lot of people are scared to death of video. You know, g- give give somebody, talk someone off that ledge real quick, other than the obvious, which is you just better do it because everybody's going to be consuming it in the next couple of years. That's all they're going to consume. What's, what's one piece of advice you give to a student who says, man, you know, all of the excuses we've already talked about, I'm deathly afraid. You've given me advi- advice and ideas on on what to talk about on video. I sh- I just can't I can't pull myself together. I cannot do it. What are you okay, saying?
0: Okay so I want everyone to do me a favor right now. Look in the mirror. Everybody like get a mirror. If you're driving, pull over. Look in the mirror. Guess what? That's how you look. That's how you sound. When you meet somebody, you can't go, "Hold on a second. Like wait a second. Let me read it. Let me up 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 up." up. Nope. That's how you sound. That's how you look, right? Get over yourself. Don't be so concerned. Okay. So let me give you an example, Jeff. I, and no one believes this because I'm very outgoing, right? Like I'm outgoing. I love people. I'm the super high. I'm the the highest eye you can get on the disc profile. But when it comes to getting and talking, like, I don't know if you realize this, but when I got up, when we were at the closing table, I was, like shaking that day. First of all, there was everybody that was there was like, you know, high level people. Ballers. Yep. They were total ballers. And I'm, I'm like, it was almost embarrassing how much my arm and my leg was shaking. I was like, Oh my God, what the hell? Like I'm, I'm shaking like, like crazy right now. I don't like getting up in front of people. I, I remember when, when I'd be at broker's store uh, and I'd be like, wait, oh, three bedrooms, two bath, granite tile. But what was the name of the street? One time I even said my name wrong. I swear to God, I called myself Kristen Miller, which is like my old name. Because I'm not kidding. I don't like it. I'm not that person, but you learn to get over it. So it's a matter of thinking about what value can I add? How am I going to serve my client best? I'm going to serve myself best by serving, not selling, by helping my community, by adding value. That is how you get over it. You get out of your own head. You're not important. Nobody cared that day when I was on stage at the closing table. Yeah, I didn't win the mic thing. I really wanted to. I didn't. But I mean, I don't, I probably didn't look as nervous as I, as I seemed. And I felt, felt like I was going to fall off of the, you know, and I felt, I felt so embarrassed, but I did it right. And every time you do it, it gets easier and easier. And what takes you right now, an hour to do one video, I swear to you in three months, it's going to take you 10 minutes. And here's another thing that you can do. And I I don't talk about this much. And I think it's really, really important is that when you can really identify who your client avatar is and you're saying, well, Krista, what does that mean? And why is that important? When you identify who it is that you want to serve, what you absolutely love to do, how you love helping people, what you enjoy, and you can start producing content that's based upon what you love, what you're passionate about, what you're enthusiastic about. And when you do this, when you have, when you identify your client, right, what their wants are, what their needs are, how you can really add value to their life, how you can take them up, move them more towards pleasure, take them away from pain, and you can really start to add value and help people. It gets easier and you save money, your marketing dollar goes down, you're targeting the right people, you're giving them content specific to what's important to them, so that way you're more likely to convert success, is you need to commit to consistently producing content, if you do this correctly, okay, you're going to convert more because you're making a connection with your audience, which is you market properly, right, marketing is not business cards and colors and brochures no marketing is basically attraction you're attracting your the the ideal client so you market to people you're going to generate leads right that's the next phase of the sales cycle lead generation people actually raising their hand saying man i want to work with 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 jeff because jeff i've got two little kids too i've got daughters Uh, you know they're they're in swim i like jeff's style he seems real like uh, you know he just talked about you know how the interest rates are lower and you know reach out to him like That's a lead raising their hand. You properly marketed to them. Okay. Now, the hardest part of our sales cycle is lead nurture, which is the most important phase of the sales cycle. It's the hardest part, especially for real estate professionals, because we are so wanting instantaneous gratification based upon our cell phones and pinging and ponging and 18,000 tabs in our phones, right? But lead nurture is where we have to really focus most of our time. Again, this is where consistently producing content correctly comes into place in the lead nurture phase, because... Then we are now developing a relationship with our audience. We're giving them relevant information that's important to them. It's adding value. We're we're giving them what they need at the time that they need it. They're not forgetting about us. we got to be dedicated to the lead nurturing process. If we can do that, then what happens? Now that we've lead nurtured, now it's time to actually convert right? Now we're going to take that lead that we've nurtured, we've marketed to, and we're going to convert that lead. It's going to be much more likely that we're going to convert that lead in our sales cycle because we've developed a relationship with them. We've given them what they need when they needed it. We've showed up as the authority figure, right? So now we've converted that lead. It's simple. It's much easier. Now what comes next? Now it comes fulfillment and delivery. Now how do we make sure that we are fulfilling on our promise, doing what we've said that we've done, giving them the best experience ever, exposing them to the masses. We do that again by consistently producing content correctly and getting their, their information out there on their property and marketing it the right way, exposing it to the masses, giving them the best experience ever. So then what do we all think? We think, oh my gosh, I, they, my clients love me and they're going to always come back. But this is where most agents fail is that they forget about the last phase of the sales cycle. And remember, one phase feeds off to the next and it's, an, it's a complete ever revolving door. The circle never stops. Once we've given them the best delivery process ever, we have to remember that in order to get them to do the five R's to refer us, to retain them as clients, to get them to resell with us, we have to have rituals and routines, right? That means that we have to be committed to that sales cycle to continue to market, to lead nurture our old clients so that we can convert them and their referrals. So it's like, it's all full circle. And if we can remember the reason why 87% of agents are going to be out of the business in five years are not committed to every phase of the sales cycle. And they're only focusing on one thing. Most agents focus on lead generation, but they forget about the marketing, the lead nurturing, the conversion, right? Giving them, a great fulfillment and delivery process. They forget that once those client leaves, they assume they're going to want to work with them forever because they did such an awesome job. But they forget that our attention span is that of a goldfish and that our clients forget. And that if we can't continue to have rituals and routines, they're not going to refer us, retain us as clients and resell with us.
1: Amen. Amen. So let me ask you this. You've got a lot of things going on and you coach this, you teach it, you write about it, you speak about it. What is something so when when you when somebody's in your system and I want you to share kind of how people can find you and get a hold of you and that sort of thing but when when somebody is actually in your platform and you're you know you've made it very clear as to what you're teaching and what your what your students are probably doing. Uh, but what does that look like? What does that look like for a coaching client of yours, how does the process work when when they are in your system? like are you actually uh, creating content for them as in like scripting it or are you actually chopping it up into multiple pieces, or are you just teaching them how to do all this stuff? How does that work in your system?
0: So we, first of all, we teach we teach people mindset. So the first part of our program is a two-week process where we literally get them out of their own heads because you can give an agent or a lender the blueprint on how to do this, but if they are in their own head, it's never going to work. They're never gonna be successful. So we work on their limiting beliefs, their, their money issues, their barriers, right? How they feel about video, what, they're, what, what they've been telling themselves for all these years, what with, with they can or can't do. And once we get past that, then we teach them the system on, okay, here's how you produce, produce content. Here's the strategy behind it. And this is a big deal and why most marketers fail, whether it's in real estate or any kind of profession, is that they try to jump in bed before they've dated, okay? And what I mean by that is is that everyone wants to you know create lead magnets or put people through funnels but they haven't taken the time to develop a relationship first with their audience so we teach them how to develop a relationship with their audience before they ever ask for anything so that looks like creating videos creating content utilizing different objectives on facebook properly running ads so we teach them okay first you're going to run the reach objective for like about a month so you're just being seen over and over by your community and you're going to utilize the video views objective, right? And then we teach them how to continue to go back and forth between these different objectives through your ads manager account on Facebook. But we have got hundreds of scripts and I mean hundreds of scripts that our people can use. We've got video editors that we refer to them to have them do their video. All they have to do is hit record. And then we teach them once they that video how to actually get it seen in front of people and that's the biggest challenge that any marketer has is how do I actually now take this content that I have and make sure I get it in front of people how do I target certain people how do I retarget people meaning I can show you know do something on three tips to save $27,000 when selling your house right And if somebody's watching a video like that, I know that they're a seller. So then we can continue to target those people and give them more specific, relevant information on selling, and we bring them down our funnel. But before we ever get them into the funnel, we've already established ourselves as the authority figure so that people are more likely to go through our funnel and then give us their information once they get there. So that's what we teach people. And I'll tell you, it's not something that happens overnight. It does take work. But what we find is that if you're planning on being in real estate in one year, in five years, in six years, in 10 years, who cares if it takes five or six months, right? And it, it does. It takes about five or six months. But what we find is that when people do this consistently the correct way, that the momentum once it hits is insane. Like we have agents going from selling two homes a year to selling 63 homes, and I'm not kidding. In like a very within a year, we have people that are 30xing their business. We have, like I told you, top producing agents going from 108 to you know 293. We've got people that are just. Been in the industry for 10, 12 years that are so used to doing the old school ways that are learning a completely new way of doing business and are crushing it. We've got brand new people beating out, you know, like people like me that, are, that have been doing this for like are the top dogs because they're showing a new value. They're able to show up and do a listing presentation where they're not just saying what they're doing, they're able to show the results and they're able to actually overcome that that stigma of, hey, I'm a newer agent, and it's like, yep, I'm, I might be newer, but I, I can actually I can actually get the answers that I need to help, but I've got, you know, I'm utilizing strategies that, that less than 1% of agents know how to do, and this is why you'll hire me, and, and people do. So, you know, we, we, we put them through a training portal, there's there's live classes every day with with instructors they can go into, they have coaching with me twice per week, that's live, through a video setting, depending on which program that they pick, and we've got programs that range from hundred dollars to $22,000, right? Depending on what you, what you're interested in. And I would say that the, the, probably the first way to kind of get a little small, small glimpse of what we offer is hundred dollars. It's called three clients 30.com. That's the number three clients, I And that'll just give you a short little tidbit of getting comfortable on video, thinking about new ways of doing things. The average person that goes to that training picks up two clients. The most we've ever had is like six, six we've had like a, Ton of people pick up six clients in that in that time frame. Some pick up, pick up none. But if you take everyone over the past year that we've gone through the challenge, it's been over a thousand people. The average person picks up two clients. But yeah, so that's the best way to kind of sort of get a little idea of who we are and what we're all about and how who we help and how we help them.
1: So is that the best place to go find you? Is is it that is that website and share that website again? The three and thirty.
0: Yeah. So it's the number three clients in30.com so 3 clients in 30.com that'll get you to the challenge it's a $100 challenge it's it's 20 days of coaching and training with me you can also go to christmayorshore.com christmayorshore.com and you can talk to one of our our success strategists
1: i love it i love it and and because we only mentioned one of the books let's go ahead and give let's plug them all so we talked about sell 100 plus homes in a year what are the other ones
0: We've got three clients in 30 dayscom So three clients in 30 dayscom I've got a book called FIRE. It's Financially Independent Retire Early. Your crappy job won't quit itself. We have one coming out in April. It's the ultimate lead, the ultimate, what is it called? And tell you the name. I at least forget the name, but I've got it right here. It's basically the ultimate lead gen playbook for local professionals. So basically it helps real estate agents and lenders. The exact title is the ultimate marketing playbook for local professionals. Take the guesswork out of marketing. Maximize your profits and become the authority in your profession. That comes out in April. And then I just wrote a book called The Savvy Seller. That is basically written towards sellers. We're going to be publishing it nationally and as well, letting people white label the book so that they can become an author, as a co-author as well with me. Uh, however, in order to be a co-author, you have to really go through my program because the entire book is geared towards showing people why they want to hire a community market leader instead of just a traditional agent because it shows the value of really u- hiring somebody who utilizes digital marketing strategies, technology, and video in marketing their properties. So that is the last book that we have.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love it. So again, I think you've got plenty here. As you can just see and listen to, Krista has so much energy and so much passion about this. She and I get along so well because we have the same passion for the same stuff. So it's very easy for us to talk. It's very easy for me to listen and, and just let you go. And you did just that. And you you exude so much uh, just positivity and I love it. And um, uh, I, yeah. I really appreciate you being on today. This has been absolutely fantastic. And uh, I hope our, our listeners agree as well that this is the kind of stuff, folks, you need this in your business. Stop procrastinating and just go do it. Whether it's following somebody like Krista or anybody else, there's a few of us that are executing at a very high level and they're out there and they're there to learn and you can learn so much from somebody like Krista. So thank you, Krista. Again, it's been wonderful. I look forward to uh, obviously seeing you again here in a couple of months and who knows what else.
0: I appreciate it, Jeff. I really do. I think it's great what you're doing. And you know, for someone to take their time to do this, a lot of people will say, well, why if you're you know, so good at real estate? Why are you coaching? And there are certain people like like Jeff and myself, where we just love helping people. And I, I think you can tell by me, I'm, I'm enthusiastic, I'm passionate, I believe in it 100%. And I wouldn't be doing it. I made more money as a realtor than I, than I do as a coach. I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't absolutely know that it worked. So go out there and implement.
1: I agree. And you know, one thing I will add to that, and we'll finish with this is that when you give, just in life and business in general, without expecting anything in return, it actually ends up coming back tenfold. And, mm-hmm. and it, just, it just holds true. Tristan Ahumada is kind of our fearless leader of LabCode Agents. He is the epitome of that. And if everybody would just adopt that in their lives and their business, uh, even though it takes a little bit of time for it to be realized, it does come. And uh, if you do that, it will come. So Krista, thank you so much again. This has been fantastic. And we'll
0: look forward to seeing you soon. Appreciate you, Jeff. All right, take care. Lab Coat Agents Podcasts.